Every week they talk about music coming into Milwaukee and music coming out of Milwaukee. Here's Evan Ritleski of 88.9 and Piet Levy of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. This is Tapped In. Hello, hello, hello. This is Tapped In. I am Evan. That is Piet. Every week we talk about the music coming into the city and the music coming out of the city. Except this week we're doing something just a touch different. We are talking about the music not coming into the city. Over the last couple of weeks, there have been a number of pretty big concert announcements, uh, tour announcements, that have skipped Milwaukee. Uh, the most recent one was Phoebe Bridgers, who will be playing Chicago and Minneapolis, but not Milwaukee. And she's part of a long line of uh, especially indie rock artists. It seems like a really skipping Milwaukee on the recent tours. Courtney Barnett, Lowe, Waxahachie, Cat Power, Microphones, Hopalong, St. Vincent... These are some of the indie acts that are playing Chicago or Madison, but not Milwaukee. And it's not just indie rock. There's a lot of big rap shows that that are skipping us too. Little Baby, Little Dirk, uh, the J. Cole, 21 Savage show, tour. Um, It just feels like a lot of shows are skipping Milwaukee. Now, with, with uh, with the preface that this is not an epidemic of shows skipping Milwaukee, Milwaukee is still getting a lot of good shows. It's not that uh, the rest of the country will be seeing great shows and Milwaukee will have none, but it is something I've been seeing a lot of people complain about online and they are wondering what is happening. Uh, thankfully on this show, we have an expert in concert industry who knows more about touring than I ever could. Piet, what is the story here? What can you tell the people wondering why their favorite artist isn't playing Milwaukee on this tour? Yeah, well, it's going to be on a case-by-case basis, but I, I think you're right. There's certainly some tours where I've kind of, you know, kind of got me by surprise. Like, oh, I'm surprised they're not playing here. Uh, Sylvanessa was another one. You know, Sylvanessa actually met in Milwaukee, and they're playing two nights in Madison uh, instead of Milwaukee. Um, Bad Bunny also uh, skipping over the market. So there's there's definitely big, some big omissions, even though we've gotten some amazing gets. Um, too, especially with Summerfest. So I think there's a couple of factors potentially here in play. One, when it comes to some Madison bookings that Milwaukee isn't getting, uh, Madison is where uh, FPC Live operates. FPC Live is kind of a division of Frank Productions, which was a, a long-running independent concert promoter, one of the most uh, powerful independent concert promoters uh, in the country. Always sold tons and tons of tickets. Really one of the top in the build, in the Polestar annual rankings. A few years ago, Live Nation bought a controlling stake in um, Frank Productions. So it's still run independently, but they still have a lot of Live Nation support. And they've also really kind of become kind of like the Pap Cedar group for Madison in a lot of ways because they were booking shows. Then they built a, a new venue from the scra- from the ground up called the Sylvie, uh, which is getting some of these shows. They got Phoebe Bridgers, for instance. Um, and then they also have like the High Noon Saloon. I mean, they have multiple venues with different sizes that are under their control. So they have a lot of a clout and support, and I think it might make things a little bit more competitive here and there. At the same time, I've talked to the FPC Live guys, and they stress that they they try to encourage artists to book multiple dates in Wisconsin whenever they can, and they bring a lot of shows into Milwaukee too. Uh, and so some of the shows you'll see at the Sylvie are also playing in, in Milwaukee. Modest Mouse, for instance, uh, they're playing the Sylvie and the Riverside Theater. And a few years ago, when Paul McCartney did a huge tour, they were able to get a Paul McCartney date in Green Bay at Lambeau Field and also in Madison. And that was, besides California, that was the only other state on that tour that was able to nab multiple McCartney dates. So, you know, FPC Live does a lot for the state in general, but they also want to make sure that their venues are, are really full. So in some cases, you might come across issues where 
artists might play there and decide to skip Milwaukee on this run and think they'll come back on the next run. Yeah, that was something I was going to ask about. I mean, obviously, after COVID, artists have a lot of touring to make up. Is it is it possible for some of these tours, a second leg will be announced where there will be a Milwaukee show? Yeah, I think that's that's very possible and very likely. I don't think it's you know, I don't think St. Vincent just suddenly hates Milwaukee suddenly after playing, you know, all their venues over many, many years. I'm sure we will see St. Vincent at some point in Milwaukee. Um, so I think that that could be an issue too. You know, again, this is speculative. It's not like I'm, I'm talking to every single, you know, I'm talking to agents and figuring out what happened here. And they're usually kind of hush-hush on this stuff, trying not to kind of ruffle feathers. But yeah, there's massive demand for tours right now. There's a lot of places for, for people to, to pick. Um, some artists are down for doing multiple dates in the state. And there's been kind of a growing number of artists doing that. That's what the FBC Live guys have, have argued. And I've, I've noticed that too um, with some tours, like I said, with the McCartney thing. But at the same time, there are some artists who, you know, because touring is ramping up, they're trying to kind of pick their spots, pick what's best venue availability could be an issue. There's a lot of venues that have multiple holds on them and it's, it's a big, it's a big mess, frankly. So I think you might see some cases where artists are like, you know, let's just, we've got a lot to deal with. Let's just do the Madison show or just do Chicago. Let people kind of come to us from the Milwaukee area. If they want to, for this round, we will do another leg. Um, you know, maybe they'll, they'll do kind of a festival focused leg next summer. Maybe a lot of these artists will hit Summerfest. Um, and, and in terms of festivals, that could be an issue too where some festivals traditionally, and this isn't always the case, but traditionally they might have radius clauses baked in um, for, especially for like their headliners. Um, so what's interesting is that you mentioned St. Vincent, we mentioned Phoebe Bridgers. Both of them are headliners at the Pitchfork Festival in Chicago. Um, they're not playing Milwaukee, but they're playing Chicago at the festival. And then with Bridgers, she's also playing Madison. So it's also quite possible that there could be a radius clause issue here where you know Bridgers could not, she could play Madison, but couldn't play Milwaukee because it's too close to Chicago, or or they just thought, well, you know, we'll do Madison because it's further enough from Chicago, and then Chicago and Milwaukee can kind of pick and choose what they want to do. These radius clauses, they're like a scapegoat villain in the the heads of fans who aren't getting yeah. the stuff they want. Can you just detangle them just a little bit? Are they common for a venue like the Sylvie, or is it more unique to a festival like a Pitchfork or a Lollapalooza? Yeah, I think it's more for, for a festival, typically. Yeah. So, I mean, Lollapalooza got a lot of heat for this in the past where they've had radius clauses where artists are, you know, only allowed to play, uh, you know, the festival. And they might do these kind of after shows that they're kind of they cut in on in the Chicago market. And then they might prevent their artists from playing, you know, within like, a, I don't know, 200 mile radius or whatever it might be. I mean, that was something that was got a lot of heat in the past. And complaints in the past. Coachella kind of also got a lot of heat for doing the same sort of thing, especially like the really big, powerful festivals. They might have those radius clauses kind of baked in like that. Um, now, that said, it's still very murky and questionable how much those radius clauses are really intact because, you know, like, like Summerfest was able to get the weekend the same year that Lollapalooza had the weekend. Or Outcast the same year Lollapalooza had Outcast, and Summerfest this year has acts like uh, Run the Jewels. Run the Jewels is playing Summerfest, and they're headlining Riot Fest that same weekend. So it's it's really kind of hard to say. I think it goes down to they might have radius clauses in there, and they might come down to kind of a case by case basis in terms of negotiations. Um, I've heard that happens a lot too. So yeah, again, speculative, but it is interesting how St. Vincent and Phoebe Bridgers are headliners for Pitchfork Festival. Obviously, Pitchfork Festival, like every venue, is hurting. Wouldn't be surprised if they try to kind of incur some sort of radius clause in there just to make sure that they were able to sell tickets after such an uncertain time with COVID. 
So here's the other thing I've seen people say online. Artists don't want to play Milwaukee. I think there's there's an idea in, in some fans' heads that uh, the artists specifically pick themselves which markets they want to play and which ones they don't, and they have personally slighted Milwaukee. Is is that going on, Piet? I do not think that is going on. I don't think that's going on at all. Yeah, our, our ego <laughs> I can remain intact. Then, <laughs> yeah, I, I can see why some Milwaukee people would would feel like, oh, you know, it's got to be some sort of Milwaukee disc because you know some Milwaukee people have that chip on their shoulder anyway. But no, I I, I don't think that's the case <laughs> at all. I think a lot of artists love Milwaukee. I think a lot of artists are ambivalent about Milwaukee. I also don't know, you know, artists aren't necessarily laying out a map of the United States and all the venues and picking and choosing with, their with spots. With a highlighter. I mean, yeah, with a highlighter, <laughs> you know, and then creating their own Excel spreadsheets, unless they're like really DIY and like, you know, but in terms of like a, a Phoebe Bridger St. Vincent level, no, that's not happening. I think, you know, they have, you know, booking agents that are kind of really working and, and management that's working with the venues to kind of route this. Um, so no, I, it's nothing, it's nothing personal, I would say, in most cases. Most cases. Uh, <laughs> most cases. Maybe maybe Drake really hates Milwaukee because Drake still hasn't come here. <laughs> you know, and, and there's probably some artists who, you know, are so huge right now that we may not see them ever again, if not for a while. Madonna. Like a Taylor yeah, Taylor Swift. We haven't seen in ages. Madonna, Beyonce. Uh, but yeah, again, there's artists that have made it here after not being here for decades. Uh, Mariah Carey skipped Milwaukee her whole career and then played a couple years ago. Jennifer Lopez, same thing. So, you know, you can always hold out hope that those artists that have slid in Milwaukee uh, have a change of just, heart. Just wait till they're there. a little past their prime and, and we'll get them eventually. <laughs> well, yeah, Pat, this, yeah. was, uh, this was super helpful. Um, you know, I think there's a lot of misconceptions about how this industry works and you know it as well as anybody who isn't actually a promoter themselves. So do really appreciate the perspective and the insight, not an epidemic, just a trend. Uh, in the meantime, you can check out Piet's articles about all this sorts of stuff at JS Online. You can follow us at RadioMilwaukee.org and find the full version of this podcast anywhere you listen to your podcasts. Tapped In is produced by Kenny Perez. Our handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from our members. Uh, Piet, I'll see you next time on Tapped In. See you next time. The car you're not using anymore, it's seen a lot of sunsets. Give it a new life and help us bring you great radio by donating it to support Radio Milwaukee. We'll arrange the pickup and sale, and we'll use the proceeds to bring you more music and stories. We accept all types of vehicles, cars, trucks, boats, and more. Scheduling your pickup is easy, and it can be more hundreds of dollars of support. Learn more at RadioMilwaukee.org cars.